It's one of those songs that I used to get it on my pregame playlist for no other reason than the music builds like it does. Because it's not necessarily a great sports song. I mean, nobody wants it to be the final countdown. Except for, the, if I guess, if you're Phil Jackson and you name a season The Last Dance. That's why that documentary is called The Last Dance. Are you serious? Yeah, because Phil Jackson, had he gave every season a theme. And since uh, Jerry Krause had already said that he was not going to be the coach after that 97-98 season, he called it The Last Dance. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He also has 13 NBA championships, two as a player and 11 as a coach. Holy crap. Yep. He won them for the, he won them for the Knicks. That's how good he was. You want to hear something crazy? Sure. Rocky Marciano invented the fax machine. I don't believe you. Where's this from? Kyle's going to be on the sports episode, by the way, <laughs> this week. He'll be on the sports episode, and then he'll be on the regular one later on this week. Since this is the last couple times he'll be able to be on the show. And he recently came out to me as a sports fan. so I'm out of the closet now. Yeah. I used to think it was just Dan and I. Little did I know you were just not wanting to uh, deal with us. Because he and I get into a lot of different sports debates. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what'd you find now? Oh, it's bro. What'd you find now? I, I find stupid stuff on the internet. I'm sure. In 2008, Michael Vick's prison intramural football team went 3-5. 3-5? 3-5. He kind of sucked at prison football. And then he went back to Philly and threw six touchdowns in a game. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Do you think he's the biggest, like, wasted potential of any athlete? There's a lot of wasted potential. Oh, Ryan sort of. Leaf. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's because I was trying to talk to Dan about how crazy it was that uh, Seattle dra- passed on drafting Michael Jordan. And then drafted Scottie Pippen, but already had a trade in order with Chicago. So they drafted probably the best and second best player of all time in the NBA. <clears throat> and they missed out on both of them. That would be like the guy who decided to draft Ryan Leaf number one overall. And leave Peyton Manning number two. There was no reason Ryan Leaf should have been even thought about being good in the pros. Because he was a head case. Yeah, and he was successful at Washington State. And tell me how many great quarterbacks have come out of Washington State. I'm listening. There's not been many. Probably zero. Unless you want to count the Mississippi mustache in Jacksonville. Did you say Washington State University? Yeah. Washington State quarterbacks. I bet you it comes up with maybe five, and then we'll you say their name, and then we we'll, we can figure out whether or not they were actually successful. Washington State Cougars football. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Drew Bledsoe. 
but he, he never was. He got beat out by a sixth rounder, and then never did anything anywhere else. Always got beat by the team that yeah. decided he wasn't good Holy enough. Holy crap! What? Gardner Minshew. That's what I said. The Mississippi Mustache. Mississippi. But also, he's in Jacksonville, and Jacksonville is kind of like football purgatory at the oh, moment. Dude. They've had a lot of really good players graduate from there. But not quarterbacks. What are some of the other players? Jerome Harrison. What position was he? Running back. I don't remember him. Uh, Jason Hansen. The kicker. (laughs) You would be the guy who knows the kicker's names. Kicker. J.K. Scott, the punter for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Is the older brother of the guy who was the punter on my football team in high school. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He graduated from Air Force this year. He was the punter at Air Force. Steve Gleason. Steve Gleason would be one of their more successful players. That was a really tough... Um, documentary to watch. Did you watch it on yeah. Amazon Prime? Yeah, his a football life or whatever. Oof. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Marcus Truffaut went there. Huh. Wow. But quarterbacks, we have Drew Bledsoe, Ryan Leaf, and Mark Rippin. Mark Rippin. He, I guess he did win a Super Bowl. He's Canadian. Okay. <laughs> now that I'm up, I'm upset that a Canadian can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's not right. Why? Uh, Doug Flutie never won a Super Bowl, even though he came back and played for the Patriots. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but nobody cared about the Patriots pre-Tom Brady. <laughs> that was with Tom Brady. Pretty sure, wasn't it? Fact chat. It was like right at the beginning. It might have been the 2002 season that they didn't do very well. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Heisman Trophy winner, Boston College. Had the Hail Mary against what team? Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah, your memory is not near what mine is. It was Miami. He did it against Miami. Yeah. The story behind Doug Flutie's Hail Mary in Boston College. He's only 5'10". No, 5'9". 5'9". 5'10 on the website means 5'9", maybe 5'8 and a half. So he only played... Fucking three seat... Well, he played... (laughs) Well, there's your one. There's your one. PG-13. Yeah, PG-13. He played for three years in Chicago. And then he got sat for um, Jim Harbaugh. And then they lost in the playoffs after uh, Jim McMahon was no longer their quarterback. Then he went up to Canada and won all those great cups. <laughs> won all the great cups. All the great cups. Then he tried to come back. And he was Buffalo. the quarterback for the Bills when they were in the playoffs. Last time that they were in the playoffs before, I think, this past season or two seasons ago. Whatever it was, whenever Andy Dalton put the Bills into the playoffs instead of the Bengals. 
and then they started Rob Johnson. That was uh oh, who was the defensive coordinator for the Broncos? Wade Phillips. That was Wade Phillips was the head coach of the Bills. Wow. What? I did all of that without fact-checking it in my head, by Seriously, the way. Seriously, that's yeah. crazy. You're crazy. I just probably watched too many football games. Played in a lot of them, too. You did do that. I'm just trying to look at this. I'm trying to see if there's any back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. Um, R.G. Griffin. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> He's the only player to win it twice. Yeah, that's true. Back when Woody Hayes was the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. If I would have finished watching that documentary, we would have been able to hear about that earlier, too. Mm -hmm. Jeez, there's so many good ones here. Just Heisman Trophy winners? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Bo Jacks Hall. Bo Jacks Hall. Vinny Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde, yep. Tim Brown. Barry Sanders, of course. Yeah. Andre Ware. Charlie Ward. Desmond Howard. Eddie George. Yep. Did Eddie George win it twice? No. No? Just one? 95. Hmm. Charles Woodson. Yeah. Only defensive player. I thought Ndamukong Sue was going to get it, and then I also thought Manti Teo was going to get it. Remember before Manti Teo had the fake girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I wish I had a podcast during that time because that was an insane same time period in the world of sports. Almost about as weird as this one. Yeah. Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, Troy Smith, Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford. Yeah, Sam Bradford. Wow. This Derrick Henry knew he was going to be a stud. Oh, but, yeah, but he wasn't good until like four or five years into it. Mark Henry, not Mark Henry. <laughs> um, who's the running back for the, the Ravens? Running back for the Ravens. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Mark Henry is a WWE wrestler. And the world's strongest man. That goes to half four. Bjornsson. He worked out with Hathor Bjornsson. Yeah, to, to, to Hathor Bjornsson own, owns the record for deadlift. Right now? No, I thought Eddie it Hall. Is. I thought Eddie Hall was the record for deadlift. Four, I know Hathor won um, the Arnold, and then he also won yep. record, the world's strongest record. Yep, record 2020. He just man. broke it. 1,104 pounds. I was impressed with Eddie Hall because he wasn't six foot ten. And he put on all that weight and muscle. Dude, six foot nine, four hundred and twenty-five pounds. Yeah, and Brian Shaw is six ten and about that same weight. Uh-huh. He beat the record by over two pounds. That's, That's the good. bad thing about trying to become anything. Being from Colorado is that Brian Shaw was from Colorado in a very small town in Colorado, mm-hmm. Fort Lupton. Him and Eckler are gonna put small town Colorado on the map. Even more people are gonna move here. Uh huh. Darn sports. Darn sports. <laughs> Darn sports. What are we talking about? Practice? This ain't a game. Practice. Yeah. I don't know. There's supposedly some 
kind of idea for hockey to try and come back. Seriously? Yeah, but they didn't get into specifics. They just said that there was. Oh, they're gonna play the like the divisions, like maybe. in the. I I know baseball was maybe thinking about doing like a three park thing, mm-hmm. but then the teams were upset with that because they didn't want to uh, miss out on their home games, and nobody wanted to stay in Arizona for the entire season because of the heat, and then they'd have to be away from their families the entire season. <laughs> there was a. They were gonna. F- they were thinking about finishing the NBA season on cruise ships, have a cruise for the Eastern Conference and a Western Conference. Seriously, I don't. They, that was like one of the very first ideas that came out, and I think people talk about it now because it was so ridiculous. It was like when one of the baseball guys said that they were gonna play the baseball season in a biodome. It's like you have one. Uh, we can definitely use that, especially when football season gets here. I think football season is going to be the one thing that they won't be able to mess with. Probably not. It's America. It's America's game. Yeah. I just wish that the NHL playoffs would have been able to happen. And the NCAA wrestling tournament. I was really looking forward to that. That was the weekend that it hit, too. I know. And we actually had a chance this year. Probably. That's what you say. I don't think anybody else really thought that we had a chance. Yeah, dude. Is the Avalanche looked at as like a really good team nationally? Yep. I don't really see that. I feel like we we were it's too so it's too close to when we were really bad that people actually take us seriously. Mm-hmm. Because the Patrick Y years really hurt. Yeah. And then so that was hurt. also when the Nuggets were really bad. There was no That's playoff true. sports at the Pepsi Center. Surprised Kroenke didn't sell the Nuggets at that point. <laughs> now he's just financing us for his new playpen in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's going to make sure that we're just good enough. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Grubauer didn't even play before the shutdown because Francis was on fire. Yeah. That's how you win. You have a tender that gets hot? Look at Jordan Bennington in St. Louis. I know. I mean, when Pittsburgh won, they had Miller and uh, Fleury. Fleury. Marc-Andre. Marc-Andre. Fleury. Flower. De Flower. Is he... Do you think he's one of the best of all time? Marc-Andre Fleury? Mm-hmm. Because he won a lot with the different teams too, right? He did. And he was in Nashville when they went to the final, I'm pretty sure. Even though they lost. Wait, I forgot he was the number one pick. He was? Flurry. Yep. Who do you think is the greatest American NHL player then? Because there right was... Right now? No. Or... Ever. Because I know that a lot of people said Madonna. A lot of people said Leach. When I was watching that countdown of the greatest NHL players. Yeah. There weren't that many that were Americans, so they were... All talking about them. And then there's one big dude from, I think it might have been Stevens and, or something from New Jersey. Their big enforcer that was their captain for a while. Yeah. Well, we're getting sent in past years we've gotten like, dude, there's so many good ones though. Now? Well, now especially. But well, who are the top players now? Patrick Kane. 
Yeah. Okay, so, and he's American, right? Jack Eichel, Austin Matthews. No, I'm just saying who are the best players that are in hockey right now at this point. Like the top players right in hockey, yeah. Is it still Crosby and Giroux? No. And no. It's McDavid, McKinnon. Where's, who does McDavid play for? Edmonton. I've heard about him then. Um, Jack what about Eichel's that dude from the, the Leafs that's on the cover? Yeah, Austin Matthews? Yeah. He's really good. Oh, dude. Is it like it used to be where there was like two or three superstars and they were all on the same team, so the same team always goes? No, there's superstars everywhere now. Hmm. Everywhere, dude. Gosh, there are a lot of good ones. Were they going to have a good team for the expansion? Are there enough players to have that expansion team too? Yeah. Enough good players? Oh, yeah. See what happened with Vegas. Yeah, I know. That was crazy. I didn't think that they'd go that far in their first year. But I've I never even I never got to see the expansion for the NFL when like Jacksonville first came into the league and Tennessee and all the I forgot Chris Chelios was American. <laughs> Who did he play for? The Red Wings. I think you give up your American status if you play for the Red Wings. That's the USSR. That's the USSR. Oh Keith Kachuk. Oh, Kachuk is American? <laughs> he was one of my I told my dad I hate Calgary and I don't care for Canadians because of of Kachuk from Calgary last year. Yeah. I Gosh, keep almost I keep almost slipping up cuz I told you that this is supposed to be the PG PG-13 show and it's I keep difficult, isn't it? When you start talking about hockey, I mean hockey is just built to have F bombs thrown oh, in around yeah, it. Oh yeah, all the time. Wow, Ryan Kessler, Jack Hughes. Are you just going through all the best American hockey players? Yeah. Now? yeah. John Carlson, Brendan Shanahan. No, I, like I said, you Tim give Thomas. up. You give Chris up Drury. your. Played for us. Did he also play for the Red Wings? If you play for the Red Wings, you give up. I think you forfeit your rights to be a former Avalanche played player. With. Dude, he played for a lot of teams. I can't believe that we loved Ray Bork as much as we did when he came from a market like Boston because Denver hates Boston for everything, especially football now with the Patriots and how yeah. that went. You realize that when Manning was here, we went head-to-head with the Patriots like all those years? Mm-hmm. I f- didn't realize. They were saying that the Broncos were the new America's team. Like It had been the Cowboys up until Seriously? that point. Yeah. They were saying that about the Denver Broncos. Yeah, when Manning was here. Wow. They put some solid talent around that team. Yeah, when you got him, it was easy to get everybody else. That's why DeMarcus Ware came here. Wes Welker. Even Stokely came back. Yeah, and then they had uh, T.J. Ward, Aqib Tlaib, all those guys that were really talented but were like locker room cancers, but they would not do anything when they were playing with Manning. They had that defensive back. It was uh, Chris Harris Jr., yep. Aqib Tlaib, and T.J. Ward. Yep. The no-fly zone. No-fly zone. They had somebody else, but I can't remember. Orlando Franklin's on the radio now. He says that the best team that they had was uh, the 2012 team when Jacoby Jones caught the Hail Mary. Yeah. And the, ended up knocking the Broncos out. <clears throat> Greatest NFL teams of all time. I don't know. 
He said the 1985 Bears. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that was a thing of nobody could catch up to the 46. I think the 46 is overrated, honestly. But yeah. since everybody was trying to expand, and it was just the catalyst for that. Because then that year, that the loss that they had that year was against Miami. And Miami was in a spread with Marino. And they were, that's how they were able to beat them, is because they, they had the receivers get places before the rush could get to them. I don't like Dan Marino, though. Of those quarterbacks, really? he's my least favorite. You think so? Oh, yeah. Ooh, he's greatest. not one of those guys where you think back and be like, wow, that sucks, Dan Marino never got a Super Bowl. Like, Dan and I were talking about it. When, wow. you, when you hear Jim Kelly never won a Super Bowl, you're like, man, dude went, won four AFC championships. <laughs> Then, when he gets out of football, has a son. His son was born with a terminal illness, like terminal rare illness that's found in newborns. So his newborn ends up dying. <clears throat> that was his son that was supposed to carry on his name. And then he gets his jaw removed last year when he had that cancer yep. from dipping the entire time that he was playing football. But just like with the amount of karma that he's built up, I was like, he's going to be reborn as some medieval king and get whatever he wants in his next life because he's dealt with more heartbreak and heartache than I think anybody else. And I don't think he necessarily deserved any of it. I think it's I think it's him. People are upset that he never won one. Um, who's the guy up in Seattle? Steve Largent. People were upset that he never got one. Jeez, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at this. This like the best teams. Yeah. And just Pick, just bring them up. I I'm pro- I could probably talk about a lot of them. Colts. Yeah, they were really good. That was when they had Edron James, too, right? Edron James, Dwight <coughs> Freeney, Robert Mathis, Rob Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. Dallas Clark. Dallas Clark used to be my favorite tight end in the yeah. in the game. He's ridiculous. They came back after like. Letting the opening kickoff of the Super Bowl get ran back for a touchdown, and they, it had never rained on Super Bowl Sunday, and for whatever reason, Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning would go out <clears throat> the week before that mm-hmm. and do the wet ball drills, so they weren't dealing with a bad snap because that's what they'd been working on. Jeez, you know the next year's draft is going to be in Cleveland now. They were gonna redo it in Las Vegas, but I saw I heard something last week where it's gonna be in Cleveland, which might be interesting because April next to the Lake Erie might be a little bit chilly. I forgot about this team. What team? The 1976 Oakland Raiders. 76 was that quarterback. Stabler? Yep. Yeah. Ghost. That was the ghost of the post. I'm pretty sure too. Yeah. Cliff Branch, Fred. Bolitnikov. Fred Bolitnikov. Dave Casper. I got coached by Gene Fred Bolitnikov. Yeah. Dude, Gene Upshaw was a monster. Uh, I got coached by Fred Bolitnikov's son. When I went to China, he was the offensive coordinator. That defense had the coolest nicknames, dude. Yeah. They had the assassin, Jack Tatum. Yeah. Dr. Death, Skip Thomas, Butch, George Atkinson, the Mad Stork. Ted Hendricks. I think yeah, Ted Hendricks. People say Ted Hendricks was the most insane person, yes. but like the smartest, and like he would be in the weight room smoking heaters at, at halftime. 
and then just go out and be the strongest guy and fastest guy on the field. Yeah. Um, people say he's pretty pretty out there. They had Lyle, Three Mile Lyle. Three Mile Lyle. Howie Long. The greatest show on turf is on here, of course. Yeah. They won, like I said, they won a Super Bowl in spite of their defense. They're one of the only offenses great enough that they were able to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it was really close. Every now and then I see that highlight, and I think Kenny Dyson was in. Mm-hmm. And that would have been cool. Steve McNair, Eddie George are guys that people would are upset and never won a Super Bowl. Steve McNair was super oh my gosh. was super disappointing with the way everything ended for him and being accidentally shot. This is crazy. The 2004 Patriots are on here. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bruschi, Willie McGinnis. Corey Dillon. Rodney Harrison, Corey Dillon. David Givens, Daniel Graham, Deion Branch, David Patton. Deion Branch. Richard Seymour. Their offensive Ooh, line. Oh, and Ashworth they had was Asante Samuel. Tom Ashworth was on that team. Tom Ashworth was a graduate of Cherry Creek High School. Really? Yeah. He and talked to us. He's like, he would be playing Brady and chess in the locker room. And if you were about to win, pick up the chess board and throw it across the locker room. We're starting over. Starting over. <laughs> so nobody ever actually beat him. He just kind of gave up when he was going to lose. 96 Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Packers are the only two team, the only team that should have had two separate dynasties with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and never did. Yep, they were a fourteen point favorite going into the Super Bowl against the Broncos. Seriously? Yeah, that was not the year the Broncos were supposed to win the Super Bowl. They were supposed to win the year. They were supposed to. What was supposed to happen in 96, and this is why I was telling Dan he's going to fit in in Centennial with his hatred of the Jaguars, that was the year that the Broncos, that was TD's breakout year. So the first year Davis came on the scene. Mm-hmm. They were, were I think, 14-2 and or 15-1 and going into the playoffs. Had the first seed in the AFC, and the Jaguars, who I think were like in year one or two of existence, went into Denver and beat them with Mark Brunel, and I can't even remember who else was on that Jaguars team. But the they were supposed to blow through everybody until they got to the pay to the Super Bowl against the Packers. I think that they were saying that was supposed to be one of those matchups that happened two years, two or three years in a row. <clears throat> the Broncos shouldn't have had such an easy Super Bowl the second time either, because that was the year the Vikings were supposed to go when they were fifteen and one, with Randall Cunningham and uh, uh, Randy Moss and. Wow, I'm forgetting the Hall of Famers, the other Hall of Famers name. Who's the dude that does the one-handed catches? Um, he was on Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Yep. They had an amazing team. Mm-hmm. That was their year. And they they got had John Randall defeated by the Dirty Birds. The Dirty Birds, and they're. <laughs> that was after Dion left too. It was Andre Bad Moon Rising. Yep. Man. That was after all their swag left, too. That would have been cool if Dan Reeves did beat them, though. But Dan Reeves can never win a Super Bowl. He's one of those coaches that it makes total sense he never won one. Yeah, he had John Elway carry those Bronco teams in the 80s, kicking and screaming to the Super Bowl, and could never do anything. Got bo- got pounded in a couple of them. 
That 49ers game is bad. Who else is on that list? Let's see. There was... Was it, are the Cowboy teams that should have gone back-to-back-to-back oh, yeah. back back on there? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Barry Switzer screwed it up. Let the 49ers come back and steal one. Yeah, no. That team, that 49ers team in the 90s was nowhere near as good as any of the teams they had in the 80s that went and won it. No. It was interesting. That's true, man. That was that... The um, Charger team that got carried to the Super Bowl by uh, their defense, too, because they had Seau and Rodney Harrison. How good do you think Lamar Jackson is going to get? I don't know. I really don't know what to think of him right now. Because last regular season, I was like, wow, maybe he, maybe the Ravens had figured something out, and maybe he figured something out to be able to show everybody up. But then they went to the playoffs, and the same thing happened. Like the same exact thing that the Chargers did the year before, yep. the Titans did, and I don't know. Maybe people just during the regular season weren't really caring if they were if he was going to beat That's them. True. I don't know. The Titans got hot. The Titans were like that goalie in the playoffs that all of a sudden. That's the the Titans were the Jordan Bennington of the playoffs last year because they shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Josh Allen forgot how to play football. That was a good playoff game because uh, Buffalo got out to that huge lead early on, and then Houston was able to come back. I think I might have more faith in Deshaun Watson and what he's going to turn into instead of Lamar Jackson. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be battling with Patrick Mahomes for a long time. And I don't see them as that far apart like you do. Because they were the same class, too. They were the same class? I'm pretty sure. It was them and Trubisky. Those were the top three quarterbacks in that class. Yeah, but... And Trubisky no got picked before all of them. ever done what Pat Mahomes has been able to do. That's true, but... Patrick or Deshaun Watson did something similar before Patrick Mahomes stepped into the Legion of Zoom and Andy Reid yeah. and Kareem Hunt when he first started. He had Kareem Hunt. Also, the thing that Patrick Mahomes has had his entire career that Deshaun Watson has never had are those two tackles, the two single, True. the two best one-on-one pass blocking tackles in the game are on the Chiefs, Mitchell Schwartz, and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name. But Schwartz has been like, the. the I think he's been giving up. Him and Trent Williams have the least amount of credited sacks in the last 10 years. Trent Williams hasn't been credited for a sack in 10 years. And he just got traded for a third and fifth round pick from Washington to San Francisco. So San Francisco loses Joe Staley and now gets to put Trent Williams there. And then has Matt McGlinchey on the other side. You do know your offensive lines. Yeah. That's that's the that's the money position. Let's see. That's why the Eagles were able to win their Super Bowl. Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, yeah. uh Jason Peters. Jason Peters is he's like the gold standard of offensive linemen. He especially really in the last twenty years. Yeah, seriously. Because he was undrafted. He was? Mm-hmm. 
And he's been the starter there for a long time. That's crazy. That's such a weird place to play because they hate you so much when you lose. Even though last year they had no wide receivers, they were still screaming at Carson Wentz. We just should have stuck with Foles. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I like looking at like free agent pickups. Mm-hmm. Well, Andy Dalton's on the Cowboys now. One of the greatest names in football. Geronimo Allison. What, who does he play for? Well, now he plays for... Who did he play for then? Oh, gosh. This... Ooh, Reggie Ragland went to Detroit. Huh. Wow. Oh, gosh, there's a lot of these. I know Andy Dalton just got picked up by the Cowboys because when I was wearing my Bengals shirt today, everybody asked me what I thought about that. Yeah, that's true. I was pretty upset that they cut him. Ronald Darby went to Washington. Geronimo Allison played for Green Bay. Who do you think is going to get paid more money? Dak Prescott. is playing for Baltimore now. Yeah. They picked up Calais Campbell, too. Jeez. They know what their strength of the team is. They invest in, well, and then they let their one of their best tight ends go, but they invest in tight ends and defense. Xavier Rhodes is playing for the Colts now. Hmm. And Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Probably the worst starting quarterback the entire season last year. Dude, he was... Finley was worse than he was, but Finley didn't play most of the season. That's, That's what I was talking to the guys at the rack today, was uh, Ryan Finley played so badly that Zach Taylor had to re-bench him for Andy Dalton. So the guy he had benched, and then their backup played so much worse that they had to re-bench him. It was so bad. They're, they're asking me what I was thinking about today, and I was like, it's just going to be a long, long time until they get everything mo- moving again. Oh, yeah, I forgot Robbie Anderson plays for Carolina now. Yeah. The, Gi- the Jets let him go. Where's Where's uh, Kim Newton playing? Um, or does he not got picked up? I don't know if he's gotten picked up yet. I was hearing maybe Jacksonville, but yeah, Gardner Minshew, man. I don't think that they really care. I think that they like Gardner Minshew, but I don't think that they're banking on Gardner Minshew. They were banking on their hundred and one million dollar man last year, who ended up not playing a single game for them. It's true. That's who they were banking on. Minshew was just supposed to be a, a camp guy and, like, a good publicity guy. It's true. And then he got tossed in there. I remember when he started actually starting games because that was when I was in the hospital. And that was the week that the the Jaguars beat the Broncos because they just pounded the defense in the second half with Leonard Fournette. I'm looking at, like, Cam Newton's stats. Yeah. He has trash completion percentage. Yeah. Trash. You always cut his completion percentage in half because he can make up that missed yardage on bad throws yeah. on the ground. Jeez, he had a 
fifty-two percent in twenty sixteen. Yeah, he didn't. He never threw the ball very well, even when he won the Heisman. He won that more because he was running people over. And if you play at Auburn and you beat Alabama, you have a pretty good shot at winning the Heisman. It's true. That's crazy, man. His Derrick Henry shouldn't have won his Heisman Trophy. Who would have won it over him? I think that was the year that Christian McCaffrey was there and should have won the Heisman. But since he played at Stanford, nobody yeah, cares about it. He's been ridiculous. Yeah, I think he's the number one running back in the league. He's the highest paid running back now, too. But he, I think he's the top running back in the league. I think he's better than Derrick Henry because he can be on the field the entire time. That's true. And Derrick Henry can be, but... Since he's so big and tall, you know people are going to hit him low and you, you just don't want to play him all that much. He doesn't play until like week four of the season and then he turns into Tractor Cito. Yeah. Saquon Barkley's pretty good too. Maybe. That offense is interesting because they picked up Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones and then shipped OBJ out. Yeah. So you had, you were about to have a really good passing threat Plus, you have Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard. You're about to have really good. They were about to be a real, pretty decent offense, you know. Besides Eli, there's some actually really good running backs in the league right now. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Nick Chubb. Nick He's Chubb. really good. Yep. But who do you think of all of these really good running backs right now? I feel like Aaron Jones is also underrated. Mm-hmm. I feel like that a lot of these guys are not going to get or they're going to get a big second contract and then not play very well or these guys are not going to get a very big second contract because that's just how running back is right now. I mean, Eckler got paid, and that was good for him because he was undrafted coming into the league. But there's a lot of really good. Yeah. Dude, geez. Even going down to like this has like tiers, and even tier five is Matt Breida. Yeah, and that's just because it was... And Philip Lindsay. Jordan Howard. Philip, Philip Lindsay's in for a rude awakening this season. You think so? Yeah. Because they picked up Melvin Gordon. They and did. And Melvin Gordon is big enough to be an every down back, and he can catch the ball better than Philip Lindsay out of the backfield. I think he's going to be in for a rude awakening because he's going to think that he's going to be the feature back, and he's not the feature back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's gone to a thousand yards the last couple seasons. It's the same. It's almost as impressive as Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon is legitimately dodging three or four people in the backfield yes. before he's even able to go forward. And he's still. And he's still got back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. He's a good running back, man. Yeah, I mean this year the Bengals' offense should, I mean, other than offensive line, which is going to yeah. be possi- possibly as bad as it has been. We'll see how Jonah Williams does. Jonah Williams didn't get to play last season. But they should have. God, he's a big dude, too. Who? Joe Mixon, 6'1", 220. Yeah. They should have Burrow, Mixon, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd. Um, They won't have, I think they'll have C.J. Uzama at tight end. They don't have Eifert anymore. Did you say T. Higgins, too? Yeah, they just drafted T. Higgins. And then... I mean... It was stacked year for wide receivers in the draft. Yeah. Stacked. 
Yeah, because the guy that the Broncos got in the second round, I thought should have possibly been a first round talent, and KJ Hamler. Apparently, he's legit four two seven speed. Are you serious? Yeah. But my only thing is, is why did you draft him when you still have a whole bunch of receivers that you don't know if they're going to develop or not? And they definitely need an upgrade at left tackle because, you know, Garrett Bowles holds all the time. They didn't even pick up his fifth-year option. So he's not going to be playing in Colorado for very much longer. No, that's true. That is true. I'm looking at. And he'll turn into like a, uh, not Oboehi. Yeah, maybe Oboehi, because Cedric Oboehi played here, and didn't do anything, and then went to the Chargers and was an All Pro. That was a bad. You you don't remember how bad of a draft pick Garrett Bowles was, because that was one of the worst tackle years of all time. And then he was also not the best tackle. They yeah. had Ryan Ramschek. Ryan Ramschek, who's gone on and played very well for the Saints, mm-hmm. they had him there, and they decided to go Garrett Bowles because he was the more athletic guy. But he's only played football for like four years. Don't pay attention to that. Jeez. Yeah, it was definitely the year of the wide receiver this year. Mm-hmm. Minnesota got the best wide receiver in the draft, Justin Jefferson, the guy from LSU. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Even over Henry Ruggs. Yeah, I think they just got a bump because they were playing at Alabama with Tua. Yeah, and the thing that a lot of people, everybody thinks that the SEC is so much better than everybody else, but really, outside of Georgia, Alabama, now LSU. And every now and then Auburn. Yeah. There's really not always the best teams there. I wouldn't say that there's that many better teams in the SEC than there are in the Pac-12 every year. Or the ACC. The ACC was really bad this year. Just like a good Raiders draft, they drafted three wide receivers. Yep. (laughs) Lynn Bowden, Brian Edwards, and Henry Ruggs. Yeah, they got the guy who ran the fastest 40, too. That's how you know it was a Raiders pick. Oh. It was like Tony Dorsett. Or not Tony, it wasn't Tony Dorsett, but they've always drafted just the fastest guy that they could. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or the biggest guy that they could. Jamarcus Russell? <laughs> yeah, Al Davis was a tape measure and stopwatch kind of guy. Yep. Mark Davis is trying to do the same thing. Gosh. Dude, they're going to have... Dude, KC's going to have a backfield this year, man. Mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards. Edwards, Alaire, whoever they had last year. Most of their receivers come back. Really, they don't need great receivers. They just need fast guys. They just need fast guys. Really hope somebody tattoos Tyreek Hill this year. Drops him down. Yeah. Not a very good guy. No. I wouldn't. I would if. I mean, I don't want him to get injured because I don't want anybody to get injured. But if that were to happen, and I just knocked on wood, yeah. it wouldn't be when I'm watching the documentary about his injury. I wouldn't be sitting there tearing up like I was watching the Alex Smith, Alex Smith one. I don't even because. 
they show they it was weird because it was like 30 years after the Joe Theismann injury happened yeah but when they show the Joe Theismann highlight you can see where his leg snaps and you can see where he got hurt in the Alex yeah. Smith one you don't really see where he got hurt mm. you know that he broke his leg and you know that his leg was hanging there weird but there wasn't like Lawrence Taylor is the one who fell on Theismann's leg and snapped it there was nobody who mm. did that for Alex Smith Ooh, this is a good debate. Huh? Who's the greatest tight end of all time? Rob, Rob Gronkowski. I don't know, man. Tell me. Tell me who else. Because I'm going to bring up... You tell me who else, and depending on who you say, I can use the best, excuse, the best argument as to why Gronk is the number one. Yeah. Or if you tell me somebody else, I don't have I won't have to use it. Yeah. But go ahead, figure out who you who you're gonna bring because Gronkowski is gonna be tough to beat in that debate. Oh man. Yeah. Who else? You tell me Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp couldn't block couldn't block a quarter as well as Rob Gronkowski. That's true. Yeah, Shannon Sharp won three Super Bowls. He didn't play in two of them because he was injured. It's true. He was great. He was great, but he was way more of a just a big fat receiver instead of a tight end. I don't know if you're gonna find another person who could set the end of a line better than Rob Gronkowski, and then also he was always open. Nobody could ever really defend him. He was always gonna make the catch. You could hurt him. You can hit him low and that kind of thing. But even still. When he was on the field, they were always a playoff contender. That's why they wanted him now for Tampa Bay too. Yeah, he true. takes that team and takes that offense from has the ability to be good to good offense already. Yeah. If Aaron Hernandez wasn't such a head case and wasn't such a bad guy and you know a murderer, um, yeah, they would have won way more Super Bowls than they have. They would have had six, seven, possibly eight at this point. Because nobody could stop them. Well, there's two there's two like wide receiver or tight ends that just retired. Okay. Tell me. That are better. Antonio Gates and Tony Gonzalez. No, they're not better. They're not better. Neither of those two blocked either. I mean Tony Tony Gonzalez learned how to block but that wasn't the main thing about his game. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez ever win a championship? Nope. Antonio Gates ever win a championship? Nope. But if you you're, if you're looking you can't like But if you're like, looking at that tight, was tight end. No, but if you're looking at tight end and if you want the guy that's going to give you the best chance to win a championship, who are you taking? You're not taking Antonio Gates. You're not taking Tony Gonzalez. I would look at a guy like Gronkowski, who I know I can use in the run game. I know I don't have the most talented quarterback. I know that I have a quarterback who's going to get us into the right play. I have a slot receiver. I have a tight end. Middle of the field's always open. And then we're going to run the ball because also Gronkowski can block a defensive end better than anybody else in the league. Other than a tackle, that's the guy that you want on the line. That's the guy that you want at the point of attack of a play. Bring up good arguments. But 
Antonio Gates. What is most touchdowns? Okay. You want to know why Rob Gronkowski doesn't have the most touchdowns? Because he didn't play near as long because he, he got all of his potential out that he needed to. And he was focused on winning championships instead of scoring touchdowns. It's true. But it's just like with great names like Kellen Winslow, Mm-mm. Ozzie Newsome. Rob Gronkowski is better. Jason Witten. Gronkowski. Even Greg Olson was awesome. Yeah. Greg Olson's still playing. Still chasing championship. Still chasing. I think that all those guys are great. I think that Gronk is a step above. And Gronk is one of those guys that you, you could see is a clear step yeah, but above. Tom, Tom Brady makes everybody better. Gronkowski would have been the greatest tight end no matter who his quarterback was. I don't think Brady's don't the quarter. Brady's not the quarterback. Uh, Brady's not the quarterback that he is if he didn't have Gronkowski. He doesn't get to half of those Super Bowls without Gronkowski. Gronk has like four of the Gronk has like four of the six that Brady has won. Yeah, but they've also had. <laughs> Dude, I know the offenses were dumb. No, not really. The la- the 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 twenty eight to three, Kevin Hogan. Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski, and James White. That's not that great. Pretty good though. Not really. Not any better than the the not. They're not any better than anybody else's offense, and they're not a step above. Yeah. Yeah. They're not one of those teams that made it to the Super Bowl because they were the most talented. <sighs> They just did the same thing all the, the same way every single year that they were there. Yeah. I'm just looking at all these tight ends. There's been really good ones, man. Yeah. I don't think that there's going to be another one that's as good as Gronkowski. And I think that he could go back and play. Travis Kelsey. No. Kelsey can't block the same way that Gronk can. Kelsey could if he wanted to, but Kelsey doesn't want to play that way. They play a different game. Kelsey's one of those just big receivers, too. He's not really a tight end. He's only a tight end because he weighs 270 pounds. That's true. One of my favorites to watch ever was Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. So much Jeremy fun. Shockey was really good. But Jeremy Shockey didn't control a game the same way. There were times where, like, Gronk set the tone. I think Kittle has the possibility to be one. Yo, Kittle's going to be great. Yeah. Kittle should have the single-season receiving yard record playing against the Broncos. He had like 200 yards receiving in the first half, didn't get another ball the second half. He also doesn't like catching the ball as much as he likes pancaking somebody in the back of the end That's true. Jeez. I don't know how they didn't win the Super Bowl, really. The 49ers should have won that Super Bowl very easily. I think part of it was Shanahan. And part of it was Shanahan not trusting Garoppolo. I think Shanahan has a, I don't know why, but he he has some weird complex about being in the spotlight. Who does? Kyle Shanahan. He does, man. All he had to do was run the ball like he had in the first half in the Falcons Super Bowl. Would have had a, a Super Bowl as a coordinator, just like his dad. And then he could have started his, won his first Super Bowl as a coach 
there's no there's not a reason that you can tell me. Like you can't point to me and say why exactly the Chiefs won. Pat Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. But also that was his worst game. It was. I think it was partially the the 49ers didn't give the speed of the Chiefs as much credit as they should have because they should never have had Richard Sherman trying to run with any of those guys. True. Richard Sherman was never very fast, and he's really not fast compared to those guys. After an Achilles injury, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You run a cover three shell behind him as well. You leave him there to patrol the flats because that's where you need your smart guys. You need your fast guys in the back. Yeah. Yeah, but Pat Mahomes took over in the second half. Not in the second half, though. He kind of sucked in the third quarter. Didn't really come alive till that last that last series, that last offensive series. I'm not going to say anything because he did win the Super Bowl, and I think that he's been the best quarterback the last two years. But he's got 76 touchdowns the last two years. He's like me playing a video game. <laughs> yeah. I've thrown 120 touchdown passes in two seasons there. Just like how I have like we have like 800 goals in NHL in four seasons. In four seasons. Average like 200 something goals a season. Yeah. It is interesting to see players that play the game like it is a video game, like Jordan did. Um and like Paul George even played it like it was no. a video game for a while. No. Now that I've seen what Jordan had to go through, there's no way nobody's nobody's better than Jordan. Nobody If LeBron had to go against those bad boy piston teams, we would see LeBron crying his eyes out. Dennis Rodman would have ate his lunch. LeBron is nowhere near as mentally tough as Michael Jordan was, and he's nowhere near physically as tough as Michael Jordan was. Because Michael Jordan wasn't as big as just as big as he is naturally. Jordan was six six listed. He might have been. He probably was like six five or six four, and he came into the league at like one hundred eighty five pounds. It's true. LeBron. You know, what, you know what I'm gonna say though. What? You know. You know who I'm gonna throw in the mix for best NBA basketball player of all time. Okay. The big fundamental. I don't know who that is. Tim Duncan. No. He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. No, there's a lot better ones that are older than he is. He wasn't even the best at that position. Power forward? Yeah. Hell yeah, he was. No, Scottie Pippen's better than him. No. Yeah. Not even close. Yes, he is. Not even close. Scotty Scotty was the second best player in the NBA behind Michael Jordan. Tim Duncan's not as good as couldn't compete in the 80s and 90s. No, he won his in the early 2000s when the game had changed already. I'm just telling you, those Jordan rules that the pit, that the Pistons had would have taken out way more basketball players, way more athletes in general than I think that we would want to give them credit for. I don't know why people want to say... I think people are talking about how bad Jordan is now because of the things that... I mean, he could do one thing well, and that was play basketball and win NBA championships, but... Afterwards, when he went to with the Wizards, and then he couldn't play baseball, and as an owner, he's not very good. He gambles more, he most of his gamble. money away. People are trying to bring him down now just because of all that kind of stuff. It's still, now that I know more about him, now that I see him in action, and now that I see the teams that he was going against, 
LeBron would not hold a candle in there. I think LeBron would be maybe yeah. maybe a top ten player of all time, but he's not in consideration if he plays at the same era that Jordan did. Not in consideration for greatest of all time. I think Kobe could play with Jordan. I think Kobe could have done what Jordan did because that's basically Kobe what he and, did do. Dude, Kobe and AI are the two best scorers in NBA history. Yeah, but I'm saying like Michael Jordan, Jordan, Michael Jordan figured out that he needed to get bigger. Jordan did get bigger when he needed to, and yeah. that's how they ended up winning their championships. Kobe did the same thing. But Kobe could literally score in anybody on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. Anyone. I'm saying Kobe is on Jordan's level. Oh, yeah. But um, the the fact that LeBron came into the league at like 6'9", 270, and is still a not very physical, mentally tough player, there's no... He doesn't. He doesn't. Hand, if he comes in closer on the Kobe timeline, I don't think that he's a top five player of all time. And if he came in at Jordan's timeline, there's no way. He might be an All Star once or twice, but that's about it because he just wouldn't be able to take the pounding that he would have to. Because his position was the one that had well, Dennis know, Rodman. Man, he's literally man. There's so many great basketball players, but none as good as Jordan. But there no. are, dude. Who? Carl Malone. No. The mailman? I'm saying, yeah, no, I know who the mailman is. I know Clyde Drexler. Drexler's the reason that Portland didn't draft MJ. And Carl Malone played in the same era Yeah. as Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan better than he is. Michael Jordan's the most competitive. Michael Jordan's the most mentally tough. Michael Jordan is the most naturally talented. And the most, I, I think know, anybody... Is going if you're gonna say best winner of all time, Michael Jordan. Gosh, dude, I don't know. There's just there's too many. There's Dr. J, who was the most ridiculous athlete for his. There wasn't time. a three point line when he played. No. So I don't think that you can count him in today's game. He's not as big of a threat in today's game as he was then. I don't think that he would have. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he would have. He wouldn't have as many opportunities to score that score as much as he did because people would want it on the outside too. A lot of these times where Jordan scored sixty points, he did it without shooting a three pointer. Scottie Pippen's not even close to as good as you think he is. Yes, he is. He averaged sixteen points for his career. That's it, and six rebounds. For the amount of time that Jordan was the greatest player in the game, Scottie was the second best player in the game. No, yeah. not even close. Yes, he was. Not even close. Clyde Drexler was. Scotty's and not... Hakeem Olajuwon, who's the best center of all time. Scotty didn't play center. Scotty played power forward. Played small forward. Okay. What's the difference? There's a huge difference. No, dude, you're dude, you're forgetting literally Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. You can't the Larry NBA. Bird, the NBA is Magic one of those sports Johnson. where the the greats of the past. Would not be dude, able to play I, I, I don't think today. Michael, dude, Michael Jordan, he's not the standout best player of all time. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Not even close. Yes, he's the most. There's yes. too many that are good. Alan Michael Iverson. Jordan was better. No, Michael John Jordan Stockton's is the Michael best. Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball of player of all time because he was the one who was the greatest at the time that he played for the longest. For those. Years that he played in the NBA, except for the ending of it. But if you don't count the Wizards and whatever else that was, if you go from 84 to 98, 
By the time they finished their second three-peat, MJ was the best player in the league every single year. And it's not that he was scoring the most because he was better when he didn't win scoring championships. The team as a whole was better when he didn't have the ball in his hands most of the time. I think so it's one of the, I think how, it's the best did, I think it's the best team. Cuz dude, These, you've literally got man. If you're the best player on the best team, that makes you the best in the game. And the Bulls were the best team and MJ was the best player on that team. Gosh. Plus he was dude, MJ was playing with guys like Bird and he beat him. And he beat Magic. Magic. Charles Barkley. MJ beat him. Hakeem Olajuwon. David MJ Robinson. beat John Stockton in Utah, too. MJ was beating a lot of the better teams. Yeah, but he John had Stockton Ewing. has He two. had the Knicks with Ewing. He had to beat in the East. I don't know. He had to overcome the Bad Boy Pistons to win his first ones. Yeah, These... The, there, he's playing the best. He's were, playing the best teams to beat them too. That's what I'm saying. He won his championships against some of the best teams to ever play too. He did do that. He's a competitive dude. Yeah. Not the greatest person to be around, but I don't need a great person if you're going to be that much of a, mm. of a. I mean, I don't know if he's a good teammate at that point, but if you're going to be the leader like that, that's fine. I don't. We don't need to be friends. It's I'll true. deal with it. I'll deal with it at another time. Just like Steve Kerr. Apparently, MJ punched Steve Kerr in the face at one of their practices. That makes sense. But Steve Kerr doesn't get on that team if he isn't one of the better shooters. It's it's just I don't I don't see an argument for somebody else, and I don't see an argument that he. Well, there's people who have scored more than him. But I would average s- more assists. I'm saying that he averaged more rebounds. <laughs> like Bird, he took Bird averaged 25 and 10. But he wasn't the greatest in his player in the league. Career. He was never the greatest player in the league in his career because everybody it was him. He was in the career same time as Magic. Magic was the best player in the game until MJ came, and MJ became the best player in the game. And I'm not talking about scoring titles because, like I said, he got. He was better when he wasn't winning scoring championships because he was playing better defense and rebounding more. And all of his stats go together. His stats spell out championship. Does do championship. Now don't bring in his baseball stats because then I have nothing to go against you with. If you bring in his baseball stats, Deion Sanders is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan if you bring in baseball. He's pretty, pretty dumb dominant. I think most of his stats are the wins in the Bulls column, like the 70, mm-hmm. 73 win season or the 97 season when they didn't, when they're not losing their 15th game until like the third to last week of the season. Mm-hmm. That's where most of his stats come in. Yeah, there's. Now I'm just looking at stuff, and I was like, holy moly. There were some crazy good basketball players back in the day. Yeah. Really sucks how they didn't become 
They've never been the most popular sport in the U.S. They won't be because it was best. It was baseball, and then it's football now. I don't know what's going to be next. Probably either baseball or football, man. It's probably not baseball. Baseball is not going to be number one for a while. This is basketball's best chance, but then football got really, really good. I mean, they do have one of the most freakishly gifted players that have ever come into the league. And I don't know if you've heard about the Greek freak. Giannis, yeah. Giannis is ridiculous. Yeah. I remember Giannis because the first, one of the first radio shows that I was on. Yeah. Um, it was the year, it was like his first year of being an all-star. And I had to be like, yeah. Giannis Adentonkumpo. But now everybody knows how to say his last name. Yeah. Say it. Atetokumpo. Jeez, man. That's like when I was having to broadcast the Regis University games and they have like the the Italian exchange student and the Israeli exchange student. I don't know why I went over Israeli. But yeah, he's a freak of nature. His younger brother is in the NBA too, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Little freak. Yeah. He's ridiculous. But he has the nicest he has too nice of a voice. He does have a really nice voice. It's like it's the same thing with Beckham. Everybody thought that Beckham was really hot until Beckham started talking. And everybody's like, "Hey, shut, 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 shut. You're one of those hot guys that just needs to be pretty." Okay. Also, one dude that deserves so much credit. How does this always happen with us on a podcast what? that we start talking about dudes? I don't know. But I guess this is a sports podcast. This is a sports podcast. But are you bringing him up in in regards of looks or regards of athleticism? No, just athleticism. Dwayne Wade, ridiculously good basketball player. No. Yes. No. Ridiculously good. He never won. He never won without another superstar. Before LeBron. He never won without another superstar. I remember. I remember when D. Wade first hit. He quarterbacked some bad teams. To pretty good records. But he never won without another superstar. Didn't win without Shaq, and then he didn't win without LeBron and Bosh. That's true. Yeah, he could score. But well, neither has LeBron James. LeBron won with nobody in Cleveland when they came back from the 3-1 to one against the Warriors. That was a bad Cleveland team. I think Kevin Love was his second best player. Kevin Love was ridiculous. It wasn't Kevin Love, Kevin Love. It was Kevin. It was like. It was Kevin Love. (laughs) It was like Kevin Love post a lot of good years in Minnesota. It wasn't good Kevin Love. I don't think he he didn't have Kyrie at that point because Kyrie wanted to go. Mm -hmm. The one the year that they came back from the three one deficit, I don't know how they did it. That was the one time that LeBron could say that he had done. He had done something that MJ hadn't because MJ never drug his really bad Bulls teams to the championship. That's true. I don't know. A lot of it is when you grow up and a lot of it is when you respect the game the most. And since nobody is consistent in those two things, it's really tough to say who is the best of all time. It's what it's the argument we were having the other day. I think Lawrence Taylor is the greatest football player to ever play, and you don't think that because you think that the players now are better, and that's fine. But I, I'm thinking, like, if I'm going to pick one person at any point in history to go play football with, I'd pick Lawrence Taylor. He's who I'd go into it 
to it but with. But if I wanted to win, it'd be Tom Brady. <laughs> I think Lawrence Taylor would make Tom Brady. No, 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 no. Lawrence Taylor would introduce Tom Brady's head to the turf more than he would, more than he would like. Tom Brady never had a tackle that could block Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor would have some have to have somebody who can cover. But then again, Tom never also, had Tom never had really good receivers. See, I can't I can't put Lawrence Taylor in there because he did it all on cocaine. His entire career. <laughs> uh huh. And <laughs> just because he enjoyed the party, everybody was on something in the eighties. You seen Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa? <laughs> Jose Canseco? This is just bad. Like, how I'm looking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're looking at Lawrence Taylor in, like, any given Sunday and the water boy. When nobody knew he was doing coke, everybody just thought he was a great player. Dude, I still... Dude... How insane do you have to be to do coke to mellow you out? He was doing that so that he wasn't biting people's throats off on the field. That's true. Mark Schleyer said that he hit him once Jesus. when he wasn't looking. I still think, dude, I still, to this day, think Reggie White's the greatest defensive player ever. Mm-hmm. It's tough for me to debate you on that one. It's ridiculous, dude. He's dumb. I just don't think he generates the scoring opportunities on defense LT did. LT scored a lot on defense. LT was the original defenseman that could win the, a football game because he scored that many points on defense. He dragged his dinky quarterback from Western Kentucky, Phil Sims, yeah. all the way to the Super Bowl. And Jeff Hostetler. But Jeff Hostetler was way better than Phil Sims. The Jets which wished that they had Jeff Hostetler. It's true. It's been a while since they won a championship. You know it's been 30 years since the Bengals have won a playoff game? Jeez. Yeah. Dude, where the dude? Come on. Like. There's too many good. Bring, too bring many them good. on. Bring them on. Dude, Deacon Jones, Joe Green, Ronnie Lott, Alan Page, Bruce Smith. Ronnie Lott, maybe. Rod Woodson. No. Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert is not as good as Lawrence Taylor. Ronnie Lott and Lawrence Dick Taylor. Dick Knight, Train Lane. Yeah, but they didn't. They were all great players, but they didn't do it. John Randall. Did. I have a soft spot for John Randall because he was short, but other than that. Derek Brooks was even a man. Derek Brooks was great. A man. That was the thing when I was arguing uh, Derek, the Derek Brown pick this year. Yeah. When saying people are saying, I was saying that it's easy to scheme up against an interior pass rusher, and somebody messaged me back, it's like, yeah, we'll tell that to Donald Sue and Sap, and I was like, Sap is the only one who's won a championship, and when he won his championship, he had Derek Brooks and John Lynch. That's true. So, a dependent position would be that of the defensive tackle. One of the greatest in. Who? Marcus Ware. Ridiculously Not as good, good as Lawrence Taylor. Ridiculously good football Not as good player, as Lawrence dude. Taylor. I'm glad that he got a Super Bowl, and I'm co- it's cool that it was in Denver, but not anywhere good as Lawrence Taylor. Ridiculously good football It's fine. Great. But not as good as Lawrence Taylor. 
I think that you can go in and say Reggie Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, and Ronnie Lott. If you're going to split it into levels. Also. If you're going to split it into levels, I say you do Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, Mel Blount. I don't know if a cornerback can be the greatest football player of all time. There's some really good ones. But I think that they're they're not near as impactful as a guy like LT. Yeah. When he when he showed that he could win them games on his own, it was over with. The rest of the league just knew. Dude, and Ed Reed. Ed Reed. And that was dip and duck football. And he still had 64 interceptions. Football. West Coast offense type football. Oh, dink and dunk. Okay. Dink and dunk football. Oh. Uh, and he had. I don't think Ed Reed wins the Super Bowl six. unless it's that 2000 Ravens team. Because he wasn't even there in 2012, I don't think. Rod Woodson is a ridiculously good football player. Great cornerback. But also you and can do without. And returned 17 touchdowns. Yeah, but you can do without great cornerbacks. Charles Woodson's very lucky that he got his. Yeah. How is that Rodgers' only Super Bowl, by the way? I have no clue. Shoot. I don't even know. If that ends up being how Patrick Mahomes ends up being, that's going to be really upsetting. Because then we would never see. We'd see a dynasty with a guy who really wasn't that great at the game. He just knew it very well. Yeah, that's crazy, man. There's just so many good, like, football players. I don't know. We had that argument on Friday, and we argued for a while just because it's tough to figure out. But I think that it's always going to come down to everybody thinks of different points in time differently. Like, and you could also say that. And I think everybody's going to look at the game differently. I see the game way differently than a quarterback is going to see the game or safety. Yeah, that's true. And that's why when I had my Gunnison Sports Talk radio show, it was me, Rev, Jordan, who's a cornerback, and then Dom, who's a safety. So me and Rev are offensive linemen, and those two are defensive backs. Dude, you could even say LT's up there in greatest running backs of all time, too. That LT. That LT. But Lawrence Taylor. Dude, he... Bro, I don't know how Lindanian Tomlinson didn't win a Super Bowl. He played in San Diego. 10 touchdowns, 14 touchdowns, 13, 17, 18, 28, 15, 11, 12. Even when he had 730 yards, he still scored 12 touchdowns. Like, he's just... San Diego is just not a a place that can win a championship. Uh -uh. I think they have the longest championship drought of any city any cuz in all their sports. Cleveland so used to dumb. be Cleveland used to be I think second and San Diego was still first cuz there was a comedian from Cleveland who would always bring up the fact that it was like 64 years since Cleveland had won a major sports championship. They're like, "Yeah, well, it's been 69 in San Diego." And he's Damn, like, "Damn, dude. He's like, "Screw San Diego. They have get to go to the beach." Have you noticed lately that just running backs' careers are so much shorter nowadays. Like, there's no longevity at running back anymore. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like, with even the guys. Todd Gurley. 
Yeah, it's um, that's what I was talking about with the guys not being able to make it to the second contract or not getting paid on the second contract. Yeah, dude. It's like you had, and it all started with Steven Jackson. Mm-hmm. All started. Well, Steven Jackson, Jackson played for a long time. It wasn't Steven Jackson. It was. It used to be that, like guys like Terrell Davis ended up getting an ACL injury at a time where we couldn't fix ACL yeah. injuries. That's true. Or guys like Barry Sanders, who just played on a team that had no shot of doing anything. It's Barry Sanders, Ladainian Tomlinson, same story. Really, really good. Best player on that team. Only person who could score. But you'd need yeah. other parts of the team to be able to do so. I think that the market's going to bust on receivers here at some point. But now since quarterbacks are so highly touted, receivers end up getting bumped up because of that. Yeah. God. Steven Jackson was a ridiculously good running back, too. Yeah. He did play quite a bit. 160 games. Yeah, he played Some for games. a long time. He was in the... I measure career longevity by how many Madden games you've been in. <laughs> that's not that's not bad. That's Steven not Jackson bad. was in all of them. Steven Jackson's in all of the games of Madden. So is Adrian Peterson. And Adrian Peterson even goes back to the NCAA football games too. Because he was unstoppable when you played it with him at Oklahoma. I just remember the year before Brett Favre got there, and it was Tavares Jackson at quarterback. Tavares Jackson. They were playing the Steelers, and I think it was like James Foote or something, and Adrian Peterson ran him over and then stepped on his chest. That that was probably the baddest-ass thing that I've seen in sports. And I've had the UFC basically my entire fan life, too. That's true. Yeah, man. There's just, ah, gosh, there's just freakishly good athletes out there. Well, since we're probably going to wrap it up at some point soon here, and the UFC is going to be the first sporting event to come back first, what do you think about that? Them coming back and then having Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson... Yeah. I'm hoping that it shows everything else that it's okay to come back. Yeah, I think, yeah, it should. I mean, it's the sport that's, I don't know, the most inclined for people to get probably sick or... But I think they're also the only athletes that, that you can count on to being able to be in good enough shape to beat this. True. Very true. But I guess you can find it in staph infection at some point. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like at some point uh, there's countries that didn't shut down at all and they're going to have herd immunity soon. And I think that's where we're going to be lagging behind now. That we lag behind and shutting anything down. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be lagging behind and opening everything back up and being able to overcome this. Because if we had herd immunity, then it just turns into a cold or the flu. It's already, uh, dude, it's this weekend. Yeah. So coming May weekend. 9th. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm upset that it's not Khabib Tony, but at least it's a fight. And now that Gaethje has an entire fight camp to. Prepare for it. Who knows what's going to happen? I thought Tony Ferguson was going to be the only per- person who could beat Khabib. 
Khabib. Yeah. Khabibs. We talked about that too. We did talk a while about that ago. Long ago. And you did not agree with me. Khabib's ridiculous, though. He is ridiculous. But I thought Tony was. It, Tony is best in the positions that Khabib puts people in. True. So that's where I thought that he was going to have some sort of an advantage. Because Tony is good off of his back with jujitsu, and he can cut people up with elbows. And stand up wise, Khabib is nowhere near Tony. Tony is the most intri- interesting stand-up fighter with his salsa and breakdance background, plus the capoeira. True. His wrestling. He was a really good college wrestler. You know ridiculous stats about everything. That was one of Rev's favorite sports, so I had to keep up. And Rev is like Rain, Rain Man times two with these stats. I'm Rain Man. Rev is Rain Man times two. Rain Man time, times two? Pretty much. <laughs> I, think I don't only, know, man. The only sport that You're I have him on is baseball. Everything else, he's pretty even with me. Yeah, dude. Dan only, ends up catching me every now The only now things and then. I really know is hockey and golf. <laughs> yeah, and those are two that I did not know of. I knew, I knew I enjoyed watching hockey, and I hate golf. But I love golf. I tried to do it for one of my buddy's birthdays, and they just <laughs> told me to pick up the ball and throw it. We were playing best ball anyways, too. Really? Yeah, and I just... I had such a baseball swing for so long, I just couldn't hit the ball. If I could, I'd kill it because I I had a huge baseball swing, but I couldn't couldn't transition That's one thing I could never do, man. Just hit a a baseball. I just don't know why. I don't know. I've always had great power and good swing. I just just don't know how to hit baseball. Uh, (laughs) There were some times where I was in a zone hitting... I don't know. Now that the guy that said it originally has passed away, I feel like I can say this now, but the guy, one of the, my coaches that coached me in baseball and football told me that I should have stuck with baseball because I was a lot better at that and probably would have been able to do more with that. But I liked football more. So, What was it about football? Just always what I wanted to play. Yeah. It was the first game that I wanted to play. So I was a basketball player, man. No, I never did that. I wrestled. Yeah, my grandpa said, "Here's a basketball and here's some golf clubs. Let's go." Not a bad thing. Always too small for football, until I got to like seventeen. <laughs> I should have played. Yeah. In that that year that I gained all that weight, but I have a small men's mentality. I have a little man's complex, too. Because it's like, you know, you're so small for so long that it gets in your head like people can break you. And then when you get as big as I am now or as big as, like, I was towards the end of my high school career and into the military, like, I was 220 pounds going into the military. That was me as a junior in high school. Yeah. And at five five ten, I was like just a walking bowling ball, and everybody was like, "Everybody's like, you need to go play football now, because you're strong." Well, I haven't played football the entire time to learn the game. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah. You guys didn't teach me how to do this. Yeah. That was the first thing that I got taught. I learned how to long snap before I learned how to walk. I'd do it up to myself. 
Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was the first child. I had to wait until my sister got there. And then I got to run her over a little bit. And my brother got born. And we played Smear the Queer with soccer balls. Nice. Yeah. I never actually played soccer with a soccer ball. We used to play Smear the Queer with a soccer ball. With a soccer ball? Mm-hmm. And my sister's soccer games. She'd always be seeing us on the sidelines and want to come play with us, too, instead of playing the actual soccer games. Family doesn't like soccer. Wasn't it a soccer You know what would be family? funny, though? Hmm. When you get famous and people look at this episode, yeah. they're going to get mad at this smear to queer. <laughs> Dang it, since I said that, now this is going to have to be marked as explicit, probably. Probably. I'm just kidding. We only had one F-bomb. We did good. We'll be fine. Can we have our second one to end this show? No. No more. I gotta figure out what song I want to be the ending of this one. I think that was a that was a pretty good sports episode. No, Ooh. I liked it. Ooh. I I fed you a lot yeah? of good That's what I need. I just need yeah. somebody to keep throwing you, topics you out there. You blasted me out of here. I mean I'm not even gonna Dead. pretend like I I'm at the same level. Like I, I've never met somebody with the amount of sports knowledge that you have. It's just something that I really enjoyed. I don't know why, but... I enjoyed playing sports more than ever learning about them. I did both. A lot. Follow the podcast on Twitter at COAPod73. Follow my personal Twitter at Jimmy Plato. My personal Instagram at Proud underscore WAP. Kyle's on Snapchat. His name is Johnny Mountains. Go ahead and find him if you would be so inclined. And we'll be back again... Kyle will probably be on again the show Thursday. And that'll be the last one before I head back home. Yeah, dudes. Over the mountain. Oh, my goodness. That is when we will see you next. Have a good week.